Warning. DC on CW contains adult language and discussions. If you're easily offended, do not continue to listen. Everybody, you are listening to DC on CW, the Flash Edition on Rain Man Digital. If you are listening from your desktop, you can take us mobile by downloading that Rain Man Digital app. It's available at the iTunes Store and the Google Play Store. Simply search Rain Man Digital. You can always find us through demand on iTunes and Stitcher by searching DC on CW. And while you're there, go ahead and leave us a review. It helps us out. Let let everybody know how you like when I host the show better than Ryan. <laughs> you know, because I am the one and only Bobby D, and I am here today because Ryan's getting shot in the face by men. And with me in the studio is the first couple of DC on CW, Steven and Nicole. What's up? What's up? So it's, uh, I think, Nicole, your first time on Flash? Yeah, I think so. So uh, luckily with the, the, the first couple of DC on CW, they watch the shows together. So when I need to lean on one of them, when somebody's not here, it always works out. So... Uh, happy to have you both in the studio today, especially with kind of the theme that goes on this week with a bunch of couples shit. Yeah. So are we the first couple, like the president, the first lady? Uh, yeah, except there's no perks. Don't like oh. that's not Damn like it. an official title. There's no jet. No. Oh, okay. balls. Sorry. You guys get to come in and okay. I get to make up titles for you. That's about it. It's a made up thing. Uh, yeah. I'll print out some cards for you if you want. That'd be great. That yeah. way. You, you yeah. just have a sign. Yeah. Uh-huh. That way you have that going for you when you, you go to conventions and stuff. You're like, I don't know if you know, but we're the first couple. Perfect. Totally. So yes. uh, this week we'll be breaking down uh, season four, episode 20. Therefore, she is. We get more background on the DeVos and learn what enlightenment truly is, according to a crazy motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. So is he, though? Is he? Is he? Mm, oh, no. <laughs> Uh, my opinion of you gonna change your Steve? Like this guy's right. I don't think there's anything that I could possibly say that you would be like, okay, I didn't expect that. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. 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 yeah it's yeah, it's about mm-hmm. Yeah. That's it's about it. what you're gonna expect based on his commentary from last night as well when we were watching it. Oh geez. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. So we'll have an interesting discussion. But first, <laughs> let's get into some news. Uh, DC actually named their digital service this week. If you guys don't know or haven't heard, a lot of these uh, companies are going out and they're making their own streaming services. And DC went with the name DC Universe, which threw me off a little bit at the beginning because I thought DC Universe was that MMO game that used to be on the computer. Okay, it was, right? DC Universe Online. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so when they came out, I was like, wait, we've already had that. Mm Mm-hmm. That prop like bad naming. 
Well, this one isn't online, so. <laughs> I, oh, <laughs> that one. That one. one I, I don't think it matters from a branding perspective. I, I, it, it doesn't bother me. I don't think people will get confused about it if they do a proper job marketing it. Yeah. Um, so the site was announced this week and is described as a first of its kind, a total immersive digital experience designed just for DC fans, which includes unlimited access to its original series. Now, one of the big things that I saw come out of this that I didn't know before was that there is going to be a Swamp Thing. And you know I'm excited about that shit. Yes. And I... Uh, what, it's always weird. Like, I, I like what they're doing, but I'm always nervous when we start coming out with all these services. We kind of mentioned this a little bit on Supergirl. It's all of a sudden, am I going to have $280 worth of nine ninety fives a month? Well, agreed. And I think it's kind of interesting how they, they coined the phrase there. It's a digital experience designed just for DC fans. Right there, it, while you want to cater to your core audience, you now kind of segregated them and said, well, it's only for these fans. And it's like when you're talking about these services, man... Like you said, everybody's going to have this crazy bill at this point because they're going to be buying up all these services. And at what point does that have a, a point of diminishing return? You have to have so many people to make this a viable business venture. Yeah. Well, that and you always wonder what what is, does it mean of a total digital experience? Right. Is that, it just video? Am I getting digital comics as part of yeah, this? Yeah, because if, it, if there's a comic thing and we'll have to ask people like David Barron and them. Like, what kind of royalties do they get off right. a digital service? And if that kind of stuff is negotiated into these things, where if you're giving my book away for free, even on Comixology, right. I'm going to get some of that money on the back end. Well, and it begs the question, too, when you start talking about, look, there's production costs of making the shows. Yeah. There's infrastructure costs in terms of, of web servers and things of that. So all that stuff adds up. And it, you, at some point, you hope somebody, some bean counter did the math to make sure that we can charge a, a viable amount that's going to make sense. But, you know, what What a lot of these streaming services are actually doing is they they end up bought the, they bought the engine from Major League Baseball, which was like the first to go out and do these the streaming total streaming live mm -hmm. You know, and the engine is pretty solid. And I don't know if they did that with this. Like but, a content management system. Yeah. And so, you know, they have the infrastructure there in the background. But it's, you know, they're offering right off the bat the live action Titan series. You know, there's an animated series, Young Justice, which is, you know, a huge hit that keeps mm -hmm. getting removed and put back on. So we'll see that again. Mm -hmm. um, we have a Harley Quinn animated hour or animated half hour special adult oriented Hmm. So it, it it'll be an interesting Wait. play. <laughs> so powerless. Oh, it's from the powerless executive. Okay. Yeah, powerless okay. was that, and, and you always right. wonder. And I think for the value, you got to have the archive backing it up. It's just not good enough to have four series come in because four series is not going to make me buy anything. If you put. Again, it comes down to licensing and rights and stuff. And and since Warner Brothers has, has owned a lot of this stuff outright for so many years, if they put up the back catalog of even older shows, older movies, I mean, you know, there was a DC show on USA years ago. If that somehow they were able to get the rights to put that back up, I would I would watch that kind of stuff. Yeah, Flash 90. Yeah. You know, there, there, there's a lot of stuff that's out there that even if you want to throw out those, like the Wonder Woman um yeah, Linda Carter. No, not not oh. that one. The the more recent one where they did the the pilot and oh, it never yeah, got yeah. picked up. And, the, yeah. and you can find it on the, like every con we see that shit bootlegged. Right. <laughs> but it's going to have to go deeper than just hey these four shows and a couple cartoons, you know, or whatever. They're going to have to 
make it viable. Do you see them ever pulling either of you? Um, what we saw with Disney doing, and they're yanking it off stars. Netflix is going to lose their licensing. I mean, CW just signed that billion dollar deal. And that runs till when? I don't even remember now, but it, it's, I want to say like 2019, 2020, you know, where they get exclusive rights. I, I think, all. I think you have to, right? But, but the, I think the problem, mm-hmm. well, yeah. I mean, you would hope because the shows that we do are some of the bigger shows that have ever come out of mm-hmm. the DC universe or the TV. I think the problem what you run into there is now you're, it was a, a, a network negotiation versus a, solo property negotiation mm-hmm. where CW said, look, you can have Supernatural, you can have Jane the Virgin, you can have right. all these things. It wasn't just the Arrowverse. And so, you know, I think you're missing a big hole there. And like, does the CW give up things like Smallville? And Well, again, and when you go back to the financials, right, at some point you got to do the math and go, hey, we're getting a boatload of money from adverts, you know, both online, but especially on television, right? Mm-hmm. And when you take that off off the television networks and stick it on a streaming service, what's that trade-off in revenue for ads? Yeah. And for me, I think the big key is what do they do with the comics? Because the DC digital comic world has always been like lackluster compared to what Marvel did with Marvel Unlimited. Right, right. And even like IDW has with Comixology Unlimited mm-hmm. where you pay seven ninety five, and guess what? You get a pretty fucking good library of mm-hmm. books. And, mm-hmm. you know, if you guys aren't familiar, some of these titles that you buy are, end up even digitally are $10, $11 for a trade. And then when you can go ahead and get unlimited for the month and including that same book, it's always worth it. So I hope they break some more details here soon on that stuff. Yeah, it's got to be more than just the name. Give us some background and uh, price points. I think it's what is going to be the key for success here. You think they'll tear it at all or? (sighs) Yeah, we were talking about that last night. Um, I feel like there's a possibility for it. Like, uh, I think... One of us were talking about where if you're just interested in the shows, you can pay for just the shows. But if you want the comics added into it, then there's another chance for a tier. Yeah, I could see that happen. Yeah, because not everyone cares to read the comics and they just only want the shows. And vice versa, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. What I would like to see as far as like user experience Imagine if you were on the app and like Teen Titans went and that episode finished. It's like, do you want more Teen Titans? And it actually gave you links to the books that were relevant to Mm -hmm. the episodes. Ooh. Like I I just like I can see a lot of like things. There's some intelligent Mm -hmm. content mapping that could happen there. If you had a good content curating team. Right. Yeah. You you could really do some cool shit. And and, and that way you at least. DC hire me. (laughs) I just came up with the idea. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> but at least there, you know, because I we used to do that a lot of time. Hey, if you if you're interested in this character, their first appearance was in right. you know, ABC in 1923. It would be cool to see that stuff to where oh, let me look at the cast and it's like Dick Grayson. It's like Dick Grayson appeared in these books. Let if me look, oh, let me read those books. If they can figure out a way to grab the the content of the DC Wiki and pull that in, they're they're halfway there. Yeah. So it, it'll it'll be an interesting thing, and I guess for us being both like comic fans, all of us, and, mm-hmm. and the TV fans, I I think what is going to sell me again is that price point. 
of if you're going to tell me it's 17 bucks a month, I'm going to go tell you to fuck yourself. What, what's your high end? I, I, for me, 9.95 seems to be the proper price because I mean, I, that's what I pay for the WWE network and I get every wrestling pay-per-view that there's ever been. And I used to pay 50 to $9 a month for wrestling pay-per-views on direct TV. Oh my goodness. Yeah, exactly. So when all, when all of a sudden, you know, you come at it at $9 a month, you're like, oh, cool. I would have paid for this for one, you know. What if, what if they only gave you shows for that? Would you still consider it? No, because it's got to be something I'm interested in. And I'm not yeah. necessarily interested in, in, in what they're, uh, what they're, where they're given right off the bat. Like, I don't give a shit about Metropolis, a drama series, you know, based off the Gotham executive producer. Gotham fucking sucks. Don't promote that. <laughs> I don't want to see Metropolis. Mm-hmm. You know, and and what I more worry about as far as our shows go is that if they're worried to get their content on their network and we've already seen this bullshit go on with the DCU is don't limit our characters because you all of a sudden got a new plan mm-hmm. that, you know, oh, sorry, so and so showing up on this on the, D, you know, on the DC right. universe um, you guys can't have them anymore. Like with the films and everything. Yeah. Well, and, and that's the irony, right? If you're going to call it DC Universe, then you damn well better build a, a universe, a proper universe. Yeah. So, I don't know. Like I said, it'll be interesting. My, uh, my big seller is always price point. And again, with some of these shows, if they end up being good, guess what? I can watch it for a week and cancel the next month. Yeah. I mean, that's the only kind of relief I get from you know, the cost of some of these online networks is that, you know what, if something's coming up, I can always cancel. It's not like you can't come back. You canceled. Fuck you. Dude, I want that Swamp Thing so bad. <laughs> yeah, it'll, it'll it'll be an interesting thing. So we'll uh, we'll see how it plays out. I think it's supposed to come uh, either late next year or early next year. So hopefully we get more details and it ends up being a, a cool thing that gets us a lot more things to talk about. So, yeah, we'll have to see. Yep. With that, uh, we're going to go to a quick break. And when we get back, we'll start breaking down this episode. I'm already helping a bunch of idiot do gooders. Sorry, I'm up to my fuzzy hood and teamwork. DC on CW. We'll be right back. Have you missed an episode of DC on CW? If you have, this is what you've missed. Yeah. Sure, son. And story over. Yeah, okay. Exactly. And scene. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, we're gonna need like 35 more minutes of cape shit. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> wow. Would that no. have been a doozy of an episode? Tell you what. <laughs> Why didn't they just do that? Training montage cape. Throw my cape now. Try to get some bad guys down on the ground and throw them up into the air and knock someone out. Really good on the improv. <laughs> I am beyond impressed right now. I know. Good job. Good job. Thanks, guys. Uh, yeah, I, uh, that would have been. <laughs> I don't even know what to do now. I feel like we're done. Let's Bye. Bye. Bye, guys. Have a good night. Mike, I got the next promo. <laughs> Don't miss DC on CW every week on Rain Man Digital, covering topics from Supergirl, The Flash, Arrow, and Legends of Tomorrow. This is 
Star Wars phone all I'm saying is that someday we may be ready for a rated R Star Wars. But right now, putting the Star Wars name on things where people are already confused with Rogue One, and now you're throwing a radar rating, it's just it's too much confusion. It's not about Disneyfying. It's about making sure the mainstream audience and general audiences understand what's going on. Can yeah. you imagine that, dude? You, you go to see Star Wars and it has a rated R uh, rating on it. You're like, what? Yeah. What, 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 what is this? And on top of that, it's kind of like, for those people, those fans that want a rated R movie, you guys do realize that Star Wars was made for a younger audience. Yeah, you know what? Go, if you want something more adult, go look up keywords on Google here. Star Wars parody porn. There you go. That's mature content right there for you. <laughs> there's, there's lots of shooting in people's faces and uh, all kinds of things. <laughs> Did you know Rainman Digital offers a premium service? That's right. Beside these free weekly broadcasts, Rainman Digital now offers a premium service. And when you pledge to our Patreon page, you automatically become a subscriber. So it's that easy. The premium service includes video content plus exclusive shows like Star Wars or Star Trek from the Holodeck, Comic Book Chaos, DC on CW Presents, Supernatural The Crossroads, and more. So head over to patreon.com slash Rayman Digital and sign up today. So, you know, when we get that DC Universe content, we'll probably be covering a lot of that shit over there on our Patreons here. I'm down to cover Harley Quinn. Look at that. And I'm sure Steve wants Swamp Thing, so. Oh, God, yes. (laughs) Hey, so, you know, some of this news that comes out is only good for you because you'll hear more from us on it. Free stuff is awesome, but free stuff that will spice up your bedroom is even better. Just go to adamandeve.com and select almost any one item for 50% off, and then we'll load on the free stuff. Just enter this very exclusive code, DEAL30, at checkout, and you'll get 10 tantalizing free gifts, including a sexy item for him, a special toy for her, and a third item you'll both enjoy. And for your viewing pleasure, six free spicy movies on DVD. Plus, free shipping! Always sent in discreet packaging. So go to adamandeve.com now. Get 50% off plus 10 free gifts when you enter the exclusive offer code DEAL30. Again, that's DEAL30. Because without it, no free stuff. That's DEAL30 at adamandeve.com. You're listening to Rain Man Digital's DC on CW. All right, we are back. Uh, We're going to break down Season 4, Episode 20, Therefore She Is, directed by Rob Greenlee, written by our buddy Sterling Gates and Thomas Pound. I appreciate when I get the easiest fucking names in the world when Ryan's not here. They were really easy by comparison. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Perfect. 
it, it's and you try to make them into something they're not. Like I almost struggled with Greenlee, and I was like, no, it's Greenlee or Greenlay or. I was expecting an F at the end for Greenleaf. Greenleaf, it, but it just ends uh, in the 420 episode. Is that what we're on? Oh <laughs> shit, that's hilarious. <laughs> All right. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, yeah, I was waiting for a 420 pun this whole time. I just held off and you said green leaf and so it worked. There we go. <laughs> Synergy. Yeah, exactly. This week, I think we got more into DeVoe and the fucking craziness of the couple than I ever expected. We we talked about this a couple a couple weeks ago. We had back. to have something, right? Yeah, we wanted an episode that went into that relationship. Yeah. Jesus, is it dysfunctional? Yeah. Um. We've been critical of flashbacks in the past on the network because mainly Arrow beat us into submission with them. Uh, Yeah, exactly. I think we all felt that way. Mm -hmm. Um, We don't see Flash do this this, uh, that often. How did you think they they did, Nicole, this week with, you know, getting into the the historical, you know? um, (laughs) Um, I thought they did pretty good. Like, it wasn't too much or too little it it kind of left me wanting to know more by the end of each flashback so they they really set it up really well i thought but i don't but i don't need 17 episodes of it like no Arrow. well no. yeah i mean just I, one is fine i think what they did really well this week with the flashbacks and what flashbacks should do is just give you meat Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I don't need the sides. I don't need anything else. I just need the meat. I just need the meat. Tell yeah. me exactly what I need to know. What are you accomplishing? I don't need to see them being like, And that needs oh. to be a drop. Well, and it, <laughs> and it was still a pretty, a pretty good, um, sizable amount of the episode focused on them, which was good. Like she said, it wasn't too much. It wasn't too little. And it, we didn't hate it. Didn't distract from the storyline. No, it, it, added. It, it, it added to it and it made more sense. Mm-hmm. You know, so we talk about Arrow because that's our go-to with flashbacks since we had five years of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did they, uh, is is seen in one episode a better technique than breaking it up? Like we saw with Arrow where it would be like, oh God, yeah. How did you learn how to fight? And it'd be like, and you'd see him fight back in Russia or whatever it was. I, I think they used it too much that it became a crutch. And then it became an expectation and it became a formula and it just, it got tiresome. Whereas this, it, I think if you do it less and do it well, then it works perfectly. Yeah. I don't, I mean, you, again, looking back at comics, there's times where it works really well and then times it doesn't. Mm-hmm. So throughout these flashbacks, we kind of finally get a good sense of what true enlightenment is according to the DeVos. They are looking to rid humanity of its dependencies of technology, basically rebooting our brains and taking us back to that primitive state, mainly because people like us are living too long where people would be dying or, you know, I mean, even consider me and Steve would be considered kind of old at one point. I still feel old. Yeah. Well, feeling old and actually being <laughs> old is different. But but I think what do they say? It, uh, average life expectancy was what? went up 20 years because of technology and all this other stuff oh yeah we're we're way up there now and and, you know we're basically losing earth resources now all three of us have seen a major blockbuster 
film that just came out. Yeah, you may have <laughs> maybe heard of it. I, I don't. I don't know. know. You yeah. might have. It so, only made a gazillion goddamn dollars. Yeah, <laughs> and unfortunate timing for Flash. Yeah, because uh, spoiler alert: you can hit fifteen seconds forward now on your iPod if you're worried about us. Uh, iPod, whatever. I'm old, remember? <laughs> if you want to fast forward on your tape player and flip over to the other side, you can hear us there. Um, this was almost the exact kind of story of what was going on in Infinity Force. That bit, there yeah. was too many people in the universe <laughs> and it was ruining everything. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a little too coincidental. Um, so really poor timing. Oh, and imagine if they oh. didn't move it up a week. Yeah. Because I think it was this was supposed to be the first weekend. Uh huh. Yeah, it was supposed to come out. Um, yeah, today. Today, actually. Because, yeah, it would have come yeah. out today, and and Flash would have aired Tuesday. You know, right. and it would have worked out perfect. But now it's like I I got lost for a second, and I actually put it on out on our Twitter that it was like, wow, this kind of seems familiar. And I'm like, I feel bad because I know you guys have had these storylines going, mm-hmm. and this has probably been in the can just as long as Infinity Wars. Well, regardless, Infinity War was a book years ago so yeah you know, it kind of doesn't matter yeah <laughs> but the timing of seeing it on you know on screen now, now let, we are tech driven to the point where it's almost irritating for me sometimes yeah yes um you know the whole looking at your phone and every two seconds and you know dying living and dying based off of fucking instagram likes and who's liking my twitter and who's not liking my photos on Instagram. I almost agree with DeVoe in some point because oh, yeah. it irritates me to the no end when, especially some of the younger people that we hang out with and I watch them. I'm not even looking at Nicole. Oh, don't am. even, look don't even Steven. No, oh yeah, Ryan. Look at Ryan I because know. I could post a picture right now of me in the studio and the first person that will like it within five minutes is Ryan be because Ryan. he's always on his phone. Uh-huh. If you guys don't like follow us, I take pictures of Ryan on his phone yeah. at conventions when we're supposed to be doing stuff. Yeah. And and it becomes a crutch for people to where that's where they get their self-worth and their 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 feeling inside because they want all this. And look, I'm a victim of it too because I look at our numbers for our show and I'm like, I really want more followers. Why don't I have more followers? I think everybody does it to an extent. Some people obviously take too much meaning out of it i go down the insta hole but that's because i'm i'm just looking at cool art and looking at cool costumes and things of that nature and i'll waste way much more time on there than i should and then twitter because of news i just consume way too much news yeah but he does it at um very inconvenient times as well like while we're watching flash and supergirl and a movie and like Okay, I could go on forever with this type of topic because I feel like tech has really, I mean, it's, don't get me wrong, technology has done amazing things for this world as well, but... Like porn. Yes. (laughs) But when it comes to relationships, whether it's romantic, friendships, family, whatever kind of relationship, it has totally changed the way we communicate and the way we develop our friendships and relationships. It has basically ruined it in a sense the definition of quality time now is apparently us sitting on the couch both on our phones not actually talking to each other while a movie is playing in the background you guys text yes, each Steve. other no we're not that no but we'll bad. send each other stuff on insta <laughs> we will definitely <laughs> <laughs> we 
We're sending each other cat memes on Instagram. Yeah, sometimes I'll hand the phone over to her, and then other times I'll just send it to her because I'm already on to the next thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's always one of those things when you hear a villain talk like this, it, it doesn't sound that crazy to me. Yeah, no, no, and, no. and that, that, that's yeah. why I text you. It, it to me, even having the Infinity War as kind of the the backdrop of last weekend, um, to me, it was very reminiscent of of Rachel Ghoul and how he views humanity and 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 their impact on on the Earth and how they're treating Mother Earth and trying to reset civilization back to what it should be so that Mother Earth can thrive and we quit fucking it up. Yeah. Um, that's that's the connection I made more than the Infinity War connection, oddly odd, oddly enough. But yeah, well, you go with what you kind of yeah, n- not know, but you, you know it 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 strikes with you. Mm-hmm. And again, for me, the whole technology thing when he was talking about it and you know setting it, I think we're as primitive as fuck right now, honestly, because we're not as smart as we think we are. No, this this phone to what she just described. This is this is no different than a morphine drip. It's the same mm-hmm. thing. I mean, it, it's a mouse going to the little cocaine drip in the corner during all the experiments on that and just licking, licking, licking. That's what this is. Because it, b- before we didn't have, you know, a library in our hands. Mm-hmm. And we when we didn't know stuff, we didn't know stuff. We didn't fucking fake it. No, you, and I think that's what we run into now. And that's, when DeVoe was talking about setting our minds back to primitive, I think we're already there because most of us don't know shit exactly. without this. Like I'm not as good at cook without this. I can without cook like a motherfucker. Yeah. But I don't know recipes. Oh. I can't just so do like my no. mom and my grandma did where they just so, start throwing stuff in a fucking I think there's something a little liberating about that. Like I know she, Nicole still maintains a a physical calendar or or planner and I give her shit about it all the time cuz it's like, "Hey, I have a calendar and a planner right here on my phone." But what that allows me to do is free my brain from having to remember anything. And it's fine that she writes it down, but I don't have to remember things. It's there, which frees my brain up for other things. Even if it's useless things, Mm -hmm. it's not those kinds of things. But there's a drawback to that because you're not sharpening and honing your memory skills. Yeah, it's Mm -hmm. it's like mush. Yeah, it it is. And and I'm horrible when it comes to it's like, you got to send me a text, send me an email. Right. You know, because if not, I won't remember. I, I, I use reminders like a motherfucker to even take out the trash and that's why i have to write things down i've noticed with like the calendars like yeah sure i'll have a notification pop up i can easily ignore my phone and notifications on my phone Mm -hmm. but when i write it down it's in the back of my head at all times but then i can make a counter argument bob you and i both work in very intense a very intense industry where we are just constantly hit with data and information overload all day long Mm -hmm. this allows me to free my brain from having to remember those things and and honestly the the more that i don't have to remember i don't mind the primitive brain uh thought you know that he has in his mind because man at the end of the day are we meant to sit here and look at computer screens or sit in a cubicle all day and look at bullshit no you just giving a speech from office space that that movie's brilliant. It's so <laughs> I mean, true. It is a good movie. Oh, I know. Um, so I, again, a lot of what Devoe was saying made sense, and his wife wasn't actually buying into this bullshit because they, you know, we see all these love things, and we see that like the the socially okay girl with the really awkward dude with fucking horrible wigs the whole time. <laughs> you think that's a wig? I, 
You I, think he's, they're cutting his hair in a different thing? Yeah, every it single, has to be a wig. Well, I'm just wondering when they filmed all his shots. Oh, okay. I, again, I don't know. I'm just going with the wig no, theory. His, his hair looked awful. I'm pretty sure it's wig. Yeah, it's horrible. It looked about as bad as Brainy from Supergirl. Exactly. So <laughs> when when I when I see horrible hair in our Arrowverse, I go bad wig. I mean, we island Stephen Amell where he actually shot the wig <laughs> at one time. Anyway, so she, they move in together. We see all this like lovey dovey thing, and they finally get together and they move in together. And she finds his fucking manifesto yeah i was gonna say his fucking <laughs> anarchist cookbook yeah Jeez. you know where he's coming up with these plans about this enlightenment and and she runs off because why not it's fucking crazy talk right mm-hmm. hey. at, at that point like you're fucking psycho you know they met in one of those little like npr roundtable discussions about you know uh what the hell was it about uh, I don't remember. Earth. I was on my phone. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, and she was speaking like somebody that actually believes in trust in humanity. And you saw that she has a very, very good heart. Mm-hmm. And then there was she this really guy, does. Mr. Fucking Bah Humbug, that comes through <laughs> and be like, no, you know, it's very robotic in everything that he said. But he threw her some sexy eyes when she kind of looked back is, at him. Is that really sexy eyes? Or is he, I mean, For pe- him. people that are that awkward probably don't know exactly what they're doing. <laughs> And Maybe. so she runs off to Africa, you know, on this humanitarian aid to where she takes what looks like to be shit water and pours it through a filter and it comes out all clear and drinks it right away. By the way, I'm not that brave. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> as soon as she held that glass up, I'm like, she's going to distill that water and filter it. And then sure shit, she did. And I I thought, is she going to test this first? Nope. 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 She's just going to drink it. Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, that's horrible. I, yeah, you would think like a little pH strip or something in there. You don't. She could be having Jardia for the next three weeks. You don't know what's up. Um. So while this is happening, of course, you know, she's attacked and hijacked by a local terrorist, and it kind of snaps her into thinking that Devoe is the only answer because he's on the phone with her, of course, being crazy man. Like, I need you. I love you. Oh baby. Oh baby. And um, <laughs> that's his game. <laughs> that's his game. Baby, uh, come back. Yeah. And. So she runs back and it kind of leads us to what the current day DeVos are doing in this episode. And this is why those flashbacks are so good because it led like it told a story from beginning to end in sequential order, basically, mm-hmm. and let us know what why the fuck these guys are all nuts. it was a much better way of doing the flashback and Arrow's done it well in the you know, I don't want to knock on Arrow, but it's done it. They've done it well over there. But it really felt like you were reading a book, a, a comic, you know, and going back and forth where the, the, the panels would mirror each other. Mm-hmm. It was beautifully done. And so what you run into here is that the current data votes are stealing tech. They're using the shrinking ability from one of the metas. And we don't know what's going on. And the team's having struggles, of course, because they're all dealing with their other stuff that we'll get into in a minute. But at the end... She ends up leaving him because he does shit again that kind of mirrored what was going on in the previous. She didn't agree to the plan and the plan changed and he's killing people to get this tech. And she's like, no, this isn't what we're about. And she goes away in his chair. She she still has a moral compass. Yes. So there's something inside of her, even though I don't know which one of them I trust more right now. Right. When yeah. she leaves in that chair, it's like, and now she's crazy pants. Yeah. Now what's her 
plan going to be? We have no idea what she's going to do. Is she going to still continue with their plan just without the killing? And it was very interesting that she said, you're nothing without me. And that's what makes me, I think the whole season we've kind of predicted that she was going to be the one that turns and helps out Team Flash. At the end of this episode, I didn't I feel that way. Wasn't yeah, exactly. <laughs> I wasn't so sure. It almost looked like he, the broken soul one, would fit in better with Team Flash. Going, I need your guys' help now. My crazy bitch ass wife just went off the deep end, right? I mean, did, did, but it, don't mind the fact that I'm over here killing people. I mean, let's just ignore that. Now, now, get back to the <laughs> killing thing. I'm, I'm. I was confused there for a moment because they didn't show him actually killing people. When they walked through that portal, I swear that there was a sound of that gunshot going on. There was. It was? Okay, then then I missed it. Because until she actually said, I don't like you killing guards, I was like, you're not showing any of the attacks. How do I... How do I... know? You know, again, and I try to pay attention as much as possible to these things without you actually telling me what was going on. I didn't really know he was killing yeah, all these people. That sound happened right when the portal was closing. It mm-hmm. was kind of really mixed in there. And and sometimes I wish they were willing to push the envelope with it. I know whatever their what? MA or PG thirteen or whatever. You want to see the brain splatter against no, the wall, but just something like again, uh, uh, the muzzle going off, the, 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 the flash, flash, the flash, something that yeah. that because you know what makes people more evil when you see that shit. Yeah. Be- mm-hmm. Because I I completely missed it until they did the monologue at the end about the killing, mm-hmm. and so it'll it'll be an interesting play. So Nicole, do you th- you think who's gonna go to Team Flash? Let's get them on the record. Okay. Um, well, we I think we got what two or three episodes left. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, so, so it's got to come soon. But one it, look, one of the Devos is going to turn. Yeah, one of them has to turn. I'm thinking. Um. I don't know. I think I think it might be him. Like he's gonna realize that she, like he is nothing without her. But he, I mean, at the same time, he has all these powers. So, oh, so hard to decide. Mm, maybe her because she has a moral compass. I don't know. I'm going with her. <laughs> Steve, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go and say I don't think either of them are gonna go to Team Flash. I think Team Flash is going to sit on the sideline and watch this couple duke it out after years and years of resentments and duality. And and and, and before you said that, I was going to lean in a different direction, but I agree because if you remember when Ralph died, the whole thing was based on emotion. They can't predict what's going on. Right now, we all know when breakups happen, that's pretty much the most emotional time of your fucking life. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. DeVoe isn't going to be as sharp and who knows what she could pull off during that, that, that time. Mm-hmm. So I would almost agree that it could be like a, I guys popcorn moment. <laughs> yeah. Just, Let's just that, grab the popcorn just, over here. <laughs> right. Why, why fight if they're going to fight each other? Yeah. It's almost like when we play video games, those two fucking teams are fighting each other. We can just run around. Mm-hmm. I don't got to shoot anybody. Nope. They're going to kill each other. Just pick up the chug jugs. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, do you want more DC on CW? Go to patreon.com forward slash Rayman to get some. We are constantly adding content each and every month, including DC on CW presents where our hosts get to discuss all things DC related. 
Also, we're doing the new Black Lightning series, which is available on Netflix now. If you guys haven't caught up on it and you go on a binge watch it, it's been more than two weeks. So according to their contract, it should be on. So go ahead and binge watch that and then uh, join our Patreon tier and you can listen to me and Mike break down the episodes. Uh, when you pledge five or more dollars a month, you get you will gain access to the, the podcast here and you'll gain access to that and hundreds of more hours of Rain Man digital content. Now, the other relationship issues we saw this week, we saw Gypsy return. And we saw Barry kind of playing the role of the counselor. Where he was trying to force them together at all moments to talk this out. But it it was so... Look, we know he cares about Cisco, but it was not coming from a place of compassion no. or care. It was you guys need to fix this shit it, so we can solve this problem. It would have been problem. exactly like yeah. this if one of you would have called me today and said, "Me and Steve are having an issue. We can't do the show." I'd be like, "Well, you know, can you guys just get your shit together for an I don't know an hour, hour yeah. fifteen minutes?" It was exactly that. I got a show to do. It was. I kind of so, need you guys. So selfish. <laughs> It was it was probably the worst side of Barry we've ever seen because this is the compassionate, you know, humanitarian superhero. He was he's more compassionate about other people dying than he <laughs> is will, about this relationship. You will save metas that are trying to ruin the fucking world. Right. But you'll force yeah. your friends to be like, hey, can you guys just fucking get it over with? <laughs> you know? Sex makes everything better. <laughs> Um, Make up, <laughs> go stick your dick in her, and let's go. Yeah, so it, it it was the weirdest side of Barry Allen I've ever seen because you're right. I half expected that counselor to come back and those two to be sitting on the fucking chair. Yeah, you know, again because that's been their kind of go to crutch mm-hmm. comedy thing. You know, what four or five times this <laughs> year, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I expected that, and no, we didn't. We had Barry Luke go, oh, hey guys. How did you both show up in this room? You should talk. Right. All right, I'm going to leave. Um, Acting like he's a therapist. <laughs> yeah. And of course, this is affecting what the team's trying to do because they're trying to vibe together because, of course, two people vibing together is stronger and they can figure out where DeVos are, the DeVos are going to get all this tech that they need to build, you know, what we end up finding out is the Enlightenment. And we get some background into what's going on in Cisco and Gypsy's head, which kind of caught me off guard. And again, this is why I like you two being here, because we can have this discussion of when there's something going on and two of you have different ideas of how it should end. How do you guys settle this? Because Gypsy didn't want was fine with the relationship the way it was. Didn't want Cisco to take the breacher job. Cisco didn't want to take the breacher job, wanted her to come to him so they could be together. And so we had two different ideals of how this relationship was going to work. They love each other to death. You could see it. You can feel it in how they act. Mm -hmm. It was an emotional scene, acted well, written well by both of them. It was believable for me. How, as a couple, do you guys figure out who's right in those scenarios? And don't say you, Steve, because you don't be a dick. <laughs> I'm always right. <laughs> Was that what you were waiting for? Yes. I mm-hmm. think the the only thing that we really have any points of contention on that I I think is keeping the house tidy and clean <laughs> and and picked up, up. <laughs> and just chores in general. Like a 50-50 split of chores and duties that I think that is where 
our our issues reside. And that's more like the way that we were both raised. He was like he has OCD. Okay, so he's OCD. He's clean he has, is different than you're clean. Yeah. My she, definition she thinks of clean. organized is clean, and that, yeah. that's not. It, she her definition of organized is also very different than my definition of organized. It's organized chaos. Let's be real. <laughs> so how do you how do you guys work with that? Like, what's the compromise there? Because you've you guys have lived together, you guys have been together as long as I've known you. So there's obviously some compromise going on to where you're making it work I, I, out, where I, we didn't see that in these two people. I don't think the word. That that you're using is the correct one. You're using the word compromise. I'm going to use the word codependency, where where I just do the cleaning and oh. and then and then because you're the one with the issue, not her, right? And then just go. Why can't you pick up your shoes? Or can you please clean the litter box? Or and so a little bit of resentment builds, and and then you know we bang and everything's good. Hey, again, like I said earlier, Barry should have told him to have sex. Yeah, clearly. Sex, sex just... Have know, sex, vibe my shit, and then worry about your problems. <laughs> vibe but my shit. In, in all reality, it's just like we have to sit down and talk it through and understand that we both have different definitions and try to come to a compromise. Now... We both like sometimes the couples are too fucking busy to go do that. Like these two need to, you know, help save the world. We've never had a fight though. Yeah. Like a uh, like you know you see people or hear of people or witness people um yelling or screaming or yeah I've witnessed that. That's we've never done that. Okay. No, it's usually been like a debate of well, god damn it, this is like. You're just coming down too hard on this particular mm-hmm. thing and you need to back up for a minute. You know, we sometimes we get a little emotional. It happens. Usually but, when a, one of us gets, fr- it doesn't turn into yelling. It's just the one who's the frustrated one will just walk out of the room and then eventually come back in. And, and then we'll and, like, and then like I'm hungry. Fine. Right. Or whatever. <laughs> What's for dinner? Yeah. It, 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 it never lasts more than an hour or two, I don't think. Yeah. And like, you might still stew on it in the background like the next day and be like, God damn Let's it. Let's get over it. You, I mean, yeah. that's the only way relationships yeah. work. I mean, yeah. again, I've been in, me and Deb have been together for almost 19 years now. And Jesus. And so, you, you know, you get, over, you get over it real quick and you don't hold grudges. Yeah. yeah you get over it, you compromise. And um, like, if it becomes too big of an issue where it's like, I can't live like this anymore, whatever this issue is, you just have to be able to sit down and talk it out and well, that's what I told her. Yeah. If I didn't want to be with her, I I wouldn't be with her. Yeah. Right. So yeah. so let's let's play the blame game. Oh. Between Gypsy <laughs> and Cisco. Not oh, between okay. you two. You guys are fine. I'm not going to put you on the fucking spot like that. Be like, I brought you in today so you guys can fight on the way home. Okay, Barry. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I cleaned the litter box and took the trash out before we came. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Wait a second, bitch. I cleaned the litter box this morning. Okay. 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 <laughs> Do you, do you Bob, f- can you cancel us? Do, do you, yeah, exactly. <laughs> can you guys sit on the couch for me for a second? Um, I suggest you guys have sex <laughs> in front of you. Okay, now Patreon. this is getting weird. It's a new Patreon exclusive. Yeah, yeah exactly. Awkward. <laughs> who, who, who's the blame here? You you place blame with either of them. Oh man. So that, are they just two stubborn people? I think they're too stubborn. But what was weird during that scene, and I, I, I turned to Nicole. I thought Cisco. We talked about what his out was. I thought he was just going to say, "I'm coming home with you. I'm willing to leave this behind 
to be with you because she wasn't willing to do that. And he even started the conversation by saying that I know you love your job and I know you love doing mm. this thing. So I thought he was going to make the sacrifice. Uh-huh. And when yeah, and I thought we were going to lose Cisco. I was on the... really surprised. Yeah. I, I, I believe the same thing. When the conversation started, I don't want the job, but I want you. Yeah. Yeah. That was so, oh, so, I so don't, sad. I don't think anybody's to blame. I How do you compromise in that situation? Like, that's like one person getting a job and, and having to move. See, I, I think for me, with the whole point of like being breachers and being able to open up portals to other worlds, who gives a fuck? I can come right home. That is true. I mean, why couldn't they do that? Uh, that That's what threw me off. It's like, I understand maybe not being in the same world, but I don't think that's a distance. It's not a a real world situation where I was dating somebody in California and I can only see her every three to four weeks. Is that really dating or is that somebody I'm just banging every once in a while? Yeah. You know, this is something if I could open a breach and I could get to Vegas in two fucking seconds. You'd have a gambling problem. I'd have a gambling problem. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there's just those things out there that I don't buy that part of the relationship using it as an excuse that we don't have time to be with each other because it's not like you got to get on a plane. You don't got to get on a uh, an airplane or train. You don't got to get in a car. There's mm-hmm. no taking off of work. Imagine if I could be, you would, for example, you guys are like, hey, come over. Be like, it's a 40 minute drive. If I could be like, yeah, I'll be there. Oh, right in your fucking right, right in the house, right in the, right in the yeah. front door. Be no big deal if we had that mode of transportation. I would go everywhere. We would be in Vegas at Torpedo Comics, getting fucking signatures all the time. Oh man, you know we wouldn't think about it. It would, it would actually probably make a lot of us closer to where. Hey, I'm going to dinner. Do you mm. want to go? All right, let's. I'll be Fuck there in yeah. two seconds. Gone. Yeah. Why can't we have this power? Um, and so I don't necessarily buy that as an excuse. Yeah, but. I, I mean, if we want to go really deep into this shit, um, when she, when he said that he wanted more and she did not, maybe they decided to end it because Cisco saw in the future that maybe um, she doesn't want the commitment, whereas he does. And he just decided to end it early. And he was like, nope, because this is just going to hurt more down the road if I want, if I still want more and she still does not. Like, I want to eventually move in with her, but she doesn't want that. Wait a minute. That just, what if she's got some side piece? <laughs> we, I never thought about that until, like, she could have a side piece. I, I know. Again, I, um, I don't think that's it. No, she seems to be that. a good person. I think they were trying to kind of do similar to, um, the situation in Supergirl. I, Supergirl. Um, hey, you bring up what you know. It's all right. Yeah. Um, with Maggie and Alex, where one wanted kids, the other did not. I think they were trying to have a similar situation happen between these two, even yeah. though it's less believable because they could just vibe to each other and they could still live together and but, he can still go to the other earth. But maybe she doesn't want to ever have a family or anything. And you, you might be onto something. Maybe, yeah, maybe. he, may, he again, may have seen what he was in for. That always goes, you know, along with you guys. You, I mean, as far as long as I've known you, you're like, no, we're not going to have kids. You've made that agreement. And that could be like a deal breaker if it was the other way where somebody wanted it and somebody I, didn't. I have always been very clear on that point with any girl I've dated. I've mm. known since I was 12. So that, do you think Gypsy should have brought this shit up at the beginning? I think it, in any relationship. Um, that's a romantic relationship. 
it's it behooves both parties to put everything out on front street that this is what I want in a relationship or what you know it's communication mm-hmm. yeah. right when it comes down to his communication i actually had two friends go through a situation like this where they wanted different things in the relationship and because one of them couldn't like knew that they could not live with that long term whatever this other person wanted they decided to split ways i like a previous relationship of mine obviously before steve I was in a situation like that where I would basically end up with an ultimatum in my future of whether I wanted this or not. And I decided to end it early. So I kind of related to Cisco that way. Like, okay, well, this is what I'm in for the future. So I'm going to save us both the time and the heartbreak later and just break our hearts now. Then the time thing, Yeah, you know, you don't want to put in a bunch of time with something that you don't see actually having some payoff in the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know. It, it's it's yeah. a it was a sad time for me. I don't like seeing the character Cisco sad because the last time he was gonna like this mopey was when Barry fucked up the timeline and killed his brother. <laughs> um, so it'll be an interesting thing to see how these last couple episodes play out and how much of uh again emotion coming up relates to the end of the Devos. The other major thing we had going on this week was Cecile returned finally. Finally. After, I don't know, seven, eight weeks probably? Seven, eight months. She's as big as a house. (laughs) (laughs) Fast forward pregnancy. Well, meta babies grow faster. Apparently, man. Science. I Googled it on my phone. (laughs) Science, bitch. they, uh, They sent her over to Wells because Wells is the only one that doesn't know the secret about the baby shower. And she uses her, you know, her ESP or whatever the fuck we're calling it <laughs> to, to read his mind. And she can actually read his mind before he forgets his thoughts. Yeah, which was really interesting. How does that play out? Like, is this going to be the cure? Possibly. Her mind reading? Like him getting some kind of power like that or, you know, them figuring, sciencing the shit out of how she can... Or or maybe she just now becomes his living nurse, and every time he's like, <laughs> "Let's hope not." <laughs> he's she is gonna be the Stephen Hawking speaking spell for her. Yes, he's just gonna be like, "Meh." Yeah, she'd be like, "Yeah, he has to poop." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I I could see this where um, Wells thinks of how to cure his own situation and Cecile's like oh my god you figured it out and that's how they bring it back because otherwise how else were they gonna figure this shit out without maybe DeVoe or something yeah like how were they were going to reverse that and maybe this is just setting up for how they were gonna find the way to reverse it so that he doesn't just turn into a drooling idiot by the end of the season Turns into JD's brother from Scrubs. Mm. <laughs> Where he ends up in a bathtub is, of ice is and drinking, drinking, beer. drinking beer. Is is this like two universes? This is what stitches them together. Yes. According yes. according to my theory. According okay. also according to the internet. <laughs> um so 
I, what I always worry about when they do stuff like this is I'm not smart enough to know what smart people are thinking. Like I'm not, yeah. a, I'm not a dumb person, but I don't know like science stuff. Imagine if she like got something wrong. Like, oh, like she wrote it down. Her, wrong. her, her, her memory, like her memories, like dies a try a pan. He's like, that's not a thing. <laughs> like, shit, I forgot the formula <laughs> or, you know, <laughs> I can see this playing into some kind of comedy thing. Yeah, I could. Um, How fast is he going to degenerate? Or you know, do you think we have to sum this up by the end of the the season? Or? I, I would, I would think so. I because I think uh, the Cecile character. I don't know how much they can write her into this. I don't want this storyline to go on. I think it needs to be figured out and done before the end. And maybe if yeah, and I think once she has the baby, the powers might go away. What What if her or her? the solution here for him results in her death but the baby still being born what? and they're going to have to put a bullet in her head I'll, I'll, uh, in the baby? Dead. no Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> but I, I, I don't know it's, it's just a weird play on what they're doing with this yeah I was kind of thrown off by it I wasn't sure how to feel about it but but if you think about like now the breakup between the DeVos, maybe the thinker figures it out that, if yeah. he does come over. Yeah, that's true. Could be. Or she could figure it out. She's the mechanic. Yeah, but the, what's a mechanic without a plan? Mm. <laughs> Banana bread recipe. <laughs> <laughs> what was the file? I'm sorry. <laughs> so... Uh, again this all leads to them throwing that surprise baby shower and the baby shower is a baby shower nobody gives a shit then magically <laughs> the mystery girl shows up at the baby shower with diapers or some kind of basket yeah who invited this broad how the hell does she know about this she's from the future oh yeah <laughs> anybody that shows up at some random baby shower immediately you're gonna be like what the fuck okay one as a as a pert like a dude a, a relatively attractive girl magically shows up three or four times at three or four different spots. I would probably remember what the fuck she looked like. You think? Well, uh, and also as a cop, why isn't he like suspicious of this girl showing up all the time? Yeah. <laughs> but I think the key thing we saw here was that she it is confirmed now, or I will confirm it. She is a speedster. A purple speedster. A purple speedster. I was very excited about that. <laughs> the, the look it up real quick. There is a purple speedster. It was the one that Iris uh, took the costume for. Yeah, um, I'm on it. So it, we had we've been kind of speculating this whole time, and of course Ryan and typical Ryan. I don't need no fucking speedster, you know, villain because you know that's fucking dumb. Where they're gonna fucking run around and. Um, but Iris's for the episode where she had the powers, her lightning was also purple. Yes. So yeah, daughter. It, it, it that <sighs> and that's the thing is that broad had the nastiest look. Oh my god, she threw some serious shade for Iris that I've <laughs> ever seen. Which makes me think that there might be something up in the future with those two. Um. Ooh. There's I'm a, I'm not able to. Like, didn't we find it like that week? There's Dawn Allen, which is daughter of Barry Allen. No, there's a there's a purple suited speedster. Dawn Dawn Allen and Don 
So D A W N is okay. the female, and D O N is the son, and both of them oh, are the twins. In, yeah, and they're they're red haired, purple, purple speedsters. Um, but it, it it's gonna be. Do we think that this is a villain? A like, what did they? What did what did you guys get out of her showing up? In the three seconds we saw her at the end. She's got some baggage. She's resenting them for something. That's what I got out of it. But only Iris, though. She's the only one that we've seen that nasty-ass look. She was happy to see him at Jitters. She was happy to see the wedding, which kind of throws me off there a bit. Because why would you be happy to see the wedding, but shitty at Iris when you see her by herself? I don't know if it was meant to be a shitty look. Um... Like she just retreated like real fast. Maybe there's she something could, that she happens. could just have RBF. <laughs> Maybe something happened between them in the future, um, that she's carrying now back in you know back in the past some kind of baggage. You know, maybe maybe Iris pulls some shit or who knows. Jenny Ognots, Ugnot like Star Wars, O G N A T S. I believe that's the one. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Reading this. Excess. That's her. Reading this article about yeah. like the whole. It, it. They revealed a major detail. Like it wasn't just purple, but it was gold. And Barry and Iris, they're gold and purple. Yeah. And they both are speedsters. And so, according to this, she is the granddaughter of Barry Allen. Yeah. So it might be the granddaughter. Granddaughter. So we're we're looking majorly in the future now. Goddamn. Okay. So it'll be an interesting thing to see. I I think this is going to lead into next year. Oh yeah. Um, oh definitely. I bet you there's some kind of villain that's tampering with the future. Well, it makes you wonder if if she's upset because Grandma did something shitty to her mom. Yeah. Again, again, it's it's all speculation at this point. It's just a an interesting confirmation, I guess, for us now that we know she's a speedster. That you know, again, we're not sure what her her play is, what her intentions are, good or bad. But I I think that this will be end up being our cliffhanger for the season. I don't think she has anything to do with Devoe at all. No, um, or gonna help. That this will lead us into season five, big bad situation. Whether she's good or bad, she's gonna come out and be like, "Hi, I'm your granddaughter from the future. I need your help." And then it's gonna be like next season on Flash. And how how messed up is that for Joe that he's gonna see his his great granddaughter? See, for would that mess you up, or would you be like, "I actually get to see my my future." Like he's probably wouldn't be around for his great granddaughter. I mean, Joe's old as shit right now. <laughs> he's not that old. He's old enough that he's worried about having another fucking baby. Yeah, that is true. He's got the well, hair. I mean, you think about it. We're gonna, the, we're gonna put Barry Allen, Iris, what late twenties? Sure. Mid, well, mid to late, maybe like twenty five. Yeah. So, so you figure if he had him twenty one to twenty five, he's put, probably pushing in, fifty. In, in mid he's 50s, almost fifty. Mid fifties. Yeah. Yeah. So what, what's the age that you would be shitting your pants if if there was a second one that came into your? Uh... I'm not that worried about it because I'm gonna live forever. Like <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna live forever thanks to this technology. Goonies never die. Yes. <laughs> I, I'm not that. I mean, 
the way age goes now, again, I'm 38. I'm not that worried about it because I think everything's pushed back in life. You know, we're, we're far gone from the 20 year olds needing to get married right away and having kids right away. Mm-hmm. So I don't think that there's any kind of the scientific shit of, you know, you can have a Down syndrome baby after 40 and all that stuff. I think things have. There's a whole thing we can go down on that. Yeah. I just w- w- listened to a whole thing on that entire. There, but, There is science behind the diminishing. uh abilities particularly of females yeah. after a certain age so I'm, I'm really not that worried about it if it happens it happens um but it, it'll be interesting to see how this one plays out so uh let's get into our final thoughts on the episode nicole since you're a guest i will allow you to go first oh my god i'm so lucky right now okay um the episode overall i really liked the the backstory and the character development that we got to see between the devos um and seeing why they're doing this whole thing in the first place a little bit more. Uh, really, really, really interested to see what, what uh, what's her name? Marlies is, is going to do next episode. Um, I'm a little worried, but also excited. Um, overall, it was a really, really good episode. A little bit of heartbreak. Lots of heartbreak, actually. Um, and some interesting things being set up. So. I really liked it. Can't wait for next week. Even? Uh, you know, like we said earlier, and, and I mentioned it uh, last week, I, I'm really glad that we got a flashback to dig into the relationship of the DeBose and what was going on there. Really appreciated that. Um, while I really couldn't care less long-term about the Cisco uh, gypsy relationship. I, I liked that they, they touched on it and it was a good um, balance. It, again, like you said, it was, it was a, a episode all about couples and relationships mm-hmm. and, and that's really cool. But um, overall loved it. Loved it. I'm just really now, especially after we've gone and Googled it and everything. Uh, I want to know what's up with his granddaughter. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I'm really dying to know. They're, they're planting seeds along the way that regardless of what happens here with this, um, it's making you excited for what's going to happen with the next season already. And and that doesn't happen too often, but we still got three, four episodes and I'm sitting here going, okay, now I'm ready for season five. Yeah, we're already, yeah. Jump, we're already jumping to October. Yeah. Uh, it was a beautiful episode. Uh, emotionally driven. Hey, Got you really into the characters' hearts and how they think. You know, both villains and heroes. Um, again, Barry's a selfish motherfucker, but yeah, Barry, what the hell? <laughs> in, to, incredibly wait, selfish. Wait, in that wait, moment. way to force people together, Barry. Seriously, he needs to, he needs to calm it down a little. It's always Barry's fault. Yeah, fucking Barry. Every time it is. Every goddamn time. Um. So it'll be. It's. It's exciting to see how this is going to play out for me, um, especially with the breakup of the DeVos now, because mm-hmm. we always kind of were speculating that it was going to be her. Mm-hmm. But after heartbreak and the way they showed how awkward this dude is without her, <laughs> I, I don't know if it's going to be her. I don't know who's the real villain now because mm-hmm. she has definitely changed from that. You know, I'm going to give African kids water to what she is today. And it's kind of weird how one episode has changed the way we thought about her mm-hmm. um, and him, I guess. So 
I am excited and we'll see how this plays out, but we got you know, three I, weeks left. I think so. I, I mentioned before the show, I thought they were going somewhere else with the enlightenment when he stuck his finger in that hole and turned it into a key. I thought if he gets Barry's powers, you know, of speed, mm-hmm. imagine what he could do for her in the pleasure centers. <laughs> oh my God. You're so dumb. <laughs> All right. No need and for vibrators. That, I'm calling it. <laughs> <laughs> On that note. Yeah, exactly. That's going to do it for today's DC on CW to Flash Edition. Remember, you can always catch any past and future episodes. On the Rayman Digital app. Be sure to follow us on Twitter, DC at or on DC on CW, Facebook.com forward slash DC on CW, and Instagram, DC underscore on underscore CW. And that'll do it for today as I struggle through the closing. <laughs> Yay! Stay tuned, the arrow edition will be up soon. Not in the mood for chit chat. Gotcha. Ready when you are. 